Welcome to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. I'm glad you joined me today. This is the place where we discuss relevant topics to help you stand up and stand strong to overcome. And in this podcast, it is barely scripted, raw, real, and it's also a lot of fun. Also, you can find me at ValerieSilvera.com where I have many more resources to help you become a warrior in hope. Hello, friends and fellow warriors. I would like to ask you a question. Where will you place your life stories, period? Let me explain. Now, obviously, that permanent period that is going to be at the end of each of our life stories, we don't know what that will be. We don't know when it will be or how it will be. We just know that there will be one. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those periods that we choose to put on our lives due to a set of circumstances or even one of life's difficult events. We place a period. And sure, we might continue breathing for a very long time. We're still alive. We're still here. But we've kind of put that period at the end of it. Like, that's it. You know, anything good happened in the past. I'm sticking this period here. I'm placing a label on myself. This is the thing that is going to define my life story. If we were to look back later at your life story, is that what is going to happen? Have you allowed a period to be put at the end of your life story because of something terrible that has happened? I completely understand if you have. I was tempted to put a period at the end of my life story in the middle of my daughter Jamie's addiction. It just had me so perplexed and heartbroken and depressed and confused. And I didn't understand why other people didn't have to deal with this and it wasn't fair. And I was such a victim and on and on it went. Even though on the outside, I seemed okay to most people. Even my own husband had no idea how often I would go into the bedroom, close the door, go through the bathroom, close that door and go into the walk-in closet and close that door and cry my eyes out. Even if you're doing that in private, it's happening. I was tempted because I couldn't stop Jamie's addiction and she was the girl that had so much promise. I used to say when she was a toddler that she would be the first woman president. Not just because she was brilliant and gifted, but because she had charisma. People were drawn to her and she was a leader, a natural born leader. Never in my wildest nightmares could I have imagined her life going in the direction that it did. Never in a bazillion years. So I just couldn't get my head wrapped around it. I certainly couldn't get my heart wrapped around it. The disappointment was overwhelming. I mean, whatever it is you're going through, it doesn't have to have anything to do with my story, not even close to it. It can be seem smaller, bigger. Let's not compare. Whatever it is you're going through, it can feel like that, can't it? Like, I don't want to do this anymore. I even said that. You've heard me say that before. I told Rich, I don't want to be here anymore. It's too hard and it just wouldn't stop. So I get it. If you're going through something and you're tempted to go, dang, this is it. Okay, I'm going to have no more hope, no more expectations for the future. I mean, after all, I'm praying my brains out, right? And, and it's not happening. It's like, where are you, God? Have you forgotten about me? I get those feelings and the temptation. And, you know, and even I could even say to you, who would blame you? 
whatever you've been through, it's just so challenging, beyond challenging. Your heart's been shattered into a million pieces. You're living in fear and on and on it goes. And so there's that call, you know, I, I mean, it's the beast. I, I mean, I, I don't know what you believe spiritually, but the beast isn't from God. Let's put it that way. But when I talk about these beasts in your life, yeah, those are the, the big beast. I call him the big beast. Those are his minions, you know, and they're the beasts that we take on in our lives. We accept shame and guilt. We accept mediocrity or worse. We accept depression. We accept sadness, overwhelming sadness. It's okay to be sad sometimes. Of course, it's natural and normal. We allow grief to overtake us. We live in victim land. We put the period at the end of the sentence after whatever this thing is that has us down. And the rest of our lives is sort of like, you know, the, the credits that roll up after the movie's over. But the fact of the matter is, your life is not over. Your life, even if it looks like crap right now. How do you like that? Wasn't that a nice technical, psychological term? But let's get real. That's how we feel. So no matter what it looks like, no matter how dark it feels, and I know that feeling, and I'm not talking about, listen, I want to make this clear because I know a lot of you heard my story a lot of times about standing in my kitchen or, uh, and, and telling my rich, I don't want to be here anymore. That being my, my aha moment, my defining moment, right? That, that, those words that scared me into action. It was my pivotal moment. You hear that. And what it's always interesting when you hear somebody else's story like that, because, you know, I'm not going to tell you all the details of it. You, you kind of have this feeling as if I went, la, 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 and, you know, the sky opened up and the angels came down and everything just turned wonderful. <laughs> it was nothing like that. It has been a freaking battle. And to a certain extent, it still is today. And I have accepted that it always will be. In order for you to use your trauma for good, to, to remove the shame and guilt, to stop living in fear, it, all of the stuff that you need to do, in order for you to do that, it is going to be a fight, my friend. You think your beasts are just going to go, okay, never mind. You know, and even if you don't believe spiritually like I do, you, you know, most of us can agree there's some darkness out there. There's some, you know, some kind of bad force. And so we, you know, are we going to allow that to just overtake us? I say no. We need to get better so other people can get better. It's not even just about ourselves. But what's wrong with getting better for yourself? You are here for a purpose. And you should do everything you can to fulfill it. You got to complete the mission. I was, you know, it's funny. I was going to say, are you old enough to remember Mission Impossible? But then I realized there are all these Mission Impossible movies out there. I've never seen one, so I have no idea what goes on. But in that TV show that was back in the... I don't know, was it the 70s-ish? I don't remember. But that show, Mission Impossible, remember how there was a briefcase and he'd open it up and there'd be a tape. I think it even had a tape going around. For you younger people, you're going, huh, what's that tape going around? <laughs> don't you just pick up your phone? <laughs> and, it and it would be his mission, right? And it would say, your mission, if you choose to accept it, and it would go blah, 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 blah. And then remember, it'd go poof and the, and the mission would blow up. You know, so nobody would see what it was and off, off he would go with his briefcase. Uh, but that's, you know what? 
Do you choose to accept it? Why don't you accept it? It's your assignment on this planet. Accept your assignment because it's yours. But also because when you get better, other people get better too. Or at least they have an opportunity to. Because you become a role model. You become a beacon of hope. I get messages all the time from people giving me credit for changing or even saving their lives. Imagine how humbling that is. You saved my life. Well, the fact is they did it for themselves. I don't save anybody's life. Let's be clear on that. But what an honor and a privilege it is to be able to use my story to to any degree, but to the degree that somebody would feel that that something I said or did or some of my tools or resources or perspectives or wisdom or experience or whatever was something that helped them to change their life or save their life. Wow. It's amazing because my story could have had a period on the end of it, the day in the kitchen and a thousand other times in my journey when I wanted to put the period at the end of whatever sentence I was living in. In fact, sentence, I felt, I used to call it my life sentence. Yeah, it was my life sentence. I'm doomed. That, yep, yep, that was me. I was doomed. I used to speak it out loud. Gee, no wonder things weren't changing. You know, there's power in the spoken word. So I, I, put, I, I was so tempted to put, in fact, I'm pretty sure I did put a period on the end of my sentence many times, but thank God, literally, thank you, God, that I put it in pencil so I could erase it and start again. What if the period was placed on the end of your sentence? I want you, the reason I like to tell my story is because it's just one story, an example of what if I'd have put that period at the end of the sentence? You cer- certainly wouldn't be listening to this because I wouldn't be doing a podcast unless it was one on doom and gloom and depression and how terrible life is. I'm so glad I put those periods in pencil. And the reason I'm telling you that I probably put periods at the end of my sentence is because if you've done it, I don't want you to feel bad. That's reality, my friends. You know, I, I, there's just so much of the rah-rah self-help out there that's going, you know, just you can just do this and be anything you want and life is going to be wonderful. Listen, I'm here to cheer you on, but I also want to be clear. You know, if you're looking for a quick fix, I'm not your girl because I don't believe in them. Life is tough, but we can be tougher. Are you going to allow the period to be placed at the end of your sadness? Your shame, guilt, hopelessness, depression. I want the period of my story hanging out there. Because the fact of the matter is, like I said earlier, nobody knows when your actual permanent, you know, permanent ink you can't get rid of and can't cover up is going to happen at the end of your story. It's going to happen to all of our stories. So why place a premature period at some point in your story? What if, I mean, honestly, if somebody had told me all this stuff would happen with Jamie and, you know, shootings and murder and, I mean, and things I haven't even told people yet about that whole situation. I mean, I would have thought, no way I could use that for good. How could any of that be good? There is always something good that can come from everything. Every single thing has the potential to be used for good. That's why you can't be putting a period anywhere in your story, not just yet. Go ahead and stick a comma in there, but no 
periods. Life is full of ups and downs, and nobody knows what's up ahead in the road. I mean, I know people spend all this money going to these psychics and, you know, fortune tellers and stuff, but let's face it, nobody really knows with any degree of certainty. There are so many factors involved. Nobody really knows the future. We can be assured that tough times are out there. I'm, I mean, I'm, this isn't to be negative. It's just reality. You're going to have tough times in your future. That's why it's so important you become strong and courageous. But your future is also going to have joy and happiness and meaning and purpose. It's your legacy. And that's the part about we get better so others can get better. One of the members of my Warriors and Hope, her name is Sarah, and she randomly receives this note. I think it may have been at work. Listen to what this note said to her. Sarah, you have been such a breath of fresh air. Thank you for always being so true to you. You give 100% to others. You're hardworking in all aspects of your life, personally and professionally. You are honest and sincere and vulnerable, all while being strong as nails. You came into my world at just the right moment to reach me, all about standing on your story. Wow, imagine how that must have made Sarah feel. Because if you knew Sarah's story, it's not my story to tell, so I'm not going to tell it. But if you knew her story, you would completely understand and not, not blame her if she had chosen to put a period at the end of her story at so many different points. Very difficult times in her life. I, for one, am grateful that she didn't because this is what I believe in so strongly. We all have such an incredible opportunity to help others. And so while I'm always honored and humbled and everything by the wonderful things that people say about me and how I've helped them, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is what I call multiplication. When I help Sarah, I call that addition. When Sarah goes out and is touching other lives, that, my friends, is multiplication. Ask yourself this today and be honest. Are you ready to put a period at the end of a chapter in your life because it's too hard, painful, or overwhelming? I get that desire. But wouldn't you rather live in hope? Have faith that God's strength, if you believe in God, and standing strong with other warriors that you can do this, that you can confidently leave your period hanging out there. Let it be hanging out there knowing that no matter what challenges you face in the future, you'll face them with courage. You'll be okay. You'll be better than okay because you will have that determination to be your best. With the responsibility we all have to make a difference because it is a responsibility, my friends. I mean, it's a huge responsibility to have somebody say to you, you know, you've changed my life. You've saved my life. That's, that's a big heavy responsibility to carry and even the responsibility that Sarah has. I'm sure that it took her aback. I haven't had a conversation with her about it, but I'm sure she thought, wow. I mean, there was probably a part of her that went, I didn't even know this person was watching me. That's a responsibility. It's an honor too, to use our trauma for good. Your story is not over. You get to choose right now, right here, how you will approach the rest of your life. Sure, you'll have your moments. 
You'll have your downtime, something hits, and you're going to be thrown off course and maybe even dropped right back down to the mat. It's okay as long as you keep getting back up. One of my mentors, Manico, says to me often, no matter what challenges we are talking about, she says this a lot, the best is yet to come. Join me, link arms with me and warriors like Sarah in becoming a warrior in hope. Check us out at warriorsandhope.com and I will be back with you next week for another episode. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you will subscribe and come back and join this podcast often. Also, you can find me at valeriesilvera.com where I have many more resources to help you become a warrior in hope.